Ladies and gentlemen, the Dark Brew Podcast, we are back. A long mm. hiatus, but Darkside and the Brew Crew here to give you all kinds of gaming news, fun topics of debate, as well as up-and-coming things in the gaming industry, as well as ESO, our love. Let's jump in. We have a lot to cover. We've been away for a minute. Yeah. Dark Brew. Dark Dark and brew. The podcast. But it's good to be back. It feels it feels so right. I've missed you, dude. I've missed you. Yeah, you too, man. Missed you too, brother. So I think we should lead off with you know a quick apology to all of our all of our listeners. We're getting some production kinks worked out. Schedules are changing, so we're trying to still. To our the best of our ability, meet as frequently as we can to record the podcast. But I think we had talked about it the other night. We're going to move to bi-weekly. Great announcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think because um, I'm a little bit busier. Um, but actually, it, it, it works to serve, I think, the podcast for the best. Because now we're going to get quality, I think, more quality stuff. Because, you know, not a lot always happens from week to week. Two weeks give us a little bit of a more stuff to put in. Yeah. And this will allow cool. more, more quality content for you, the listener. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. That's the dream. But anyway, moving on. Darkseid, what the hell have you been up to in gaming, dude? There's so much happening right now. Oh. I yeah haven't seen an ESO that much to be honest. What have you been getting into? I know you're getting deep in stuff. Um, I still get I still try to get on ESO every day. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, this is the year of gaming, man. This is the year of good releases post pandemic as far as like production stuff. A lot of the delays we've talked about um got pushed you know forward and everything. And there's always going to be delays, but like a lot of the things that were halted and last couple two three years are coming to fruition now and so we're getting really good stuff this year big big releases blizzard bethesda of course um and just a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to uh, and let's see i've been i've been playing a lot of stuff or a lot of little things here and there um deep in anything around. or are you like just skimming surfaces of games um semi-deep and I involved. Uh, you asked me about Wolong, which Whoa. just kind of came out. Fallen Dynasty. Yeah, it's a fun game. I mean, I, and I like the Souls-like stuff. If it's done well, um, the setting's cool. You know, you're a samurai, whatever. <laughs> and uh, it's great. It's, uh, it's a little linear, though. I mean, you can jump around. But um, it's fun. And, uh, you know, any stuff that tests your combat, you're able to parry. It's like quick timing. And you can learn the stuff. Do you um, think there's still space for linear games in today's today's gaming market? Always. I feel like it's it's becoming more and more limited. Players don't want to be given a timeline to walk through a, a play like this is the direction you go all the time. There is no straying yeah. from that path. I feel like games I, have become so much more embracing of the open world nature. Mm -hmm. I, I think you know when games are more linear now. 
if it's done right, it, it gives you the illusion of choice in a lot of things. Hmm. Um, and some games do it well to where it's it's linear, it's on a path because the cutscene's got to fall somewhere, right, with what you're doing. Right. However, they they give you room to kind of move around and do some stuff out of order um, while still staying on some kind of trajectory. I think that's that's okay. Uh, it's it's what you know, like you're saying, it's one of those games force you into a a kind of a funnel. You're right, you're right on that rail and just kind of going through how it wants you to, uh, not much room for deviation. And, you know, I think humans always want the choice. We want the freedom to move around. It, it, mm. you know. There's some games I think it's okay with. Uh, that, uh, where it's uh, like super linear. Um, but those usually aren't like open world games I like, right? Um, you know what's funny? I cannot stop making the comparison to this. You have moments of time, right, that you have to, like, come to a point in a linear game. But there's freedom outside of that. To me, mm-hmm. I equate that to anal beats. There's different sizes. I could do a lot between these two cutscenes. That's mm-hmm. a big old orb you spend your time in. And then you move to the next cutscene. But then there'll be littler and littler and littler anal beats. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I felt like that's it was a, a good analogy. Quite, a, quite an anal analogy. <laughs> We did it. We did it, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, sure, anal beads, yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to talk about the conversation like that. <laughs> Either way. What else have you been playing? Well, long was good. Well, well long. Um, Valheim. I told you about the Valheim. Pre- yeah, tell me, tell me about this. Val- we were talking a little bit about a pre-show, but... The Xbox, yeah. what are they calling it? Preview, right? It's it's in preview on Xbox right now. Yeah, it's well, it's been out on PC for a little while, right? Couple, a couple of years, I think. Couple of years, um, two years. And I was just talking about how ports, PC ports, end up being so much trash on on consoles. It's so hard because for the longest time, for decades, the the hardware was completely different, right? Mm-hmm. So it's actually like. And this is a little side aside, right? Real quick, like the ROMs and, and everything, the emulators they come out with, they actually serve a purpose. It does cut into like the piracy issues of everything. But um, Valheim, it just came to, uh, I think it was on PC Game Pass before it, it just hit for console on Xbox. And uh, Red, Thray, King, myself, good friends of ours, uh, Red yeah. and Thray have been on the podcast before as guests. We, uh, we had, had a little on. server that Red had set up. Yeah, yeah, we should. Our good friend, King of the Forest. Um, and we worked really hard. It was a lot of fun. Played for a couple of days. Built some stuff up. You know, Red was doing stuff in his own time, too, to help out. We had a little community. We, it, was, it was awesome. And then it got deleted. And Red thought he had messed up and done it. So we built it all over again. Took another day to do all that. And um, apparently there's a game-breaking bug right now. Uh, the Your server gets up to too much memory. It just clears it just deletes everything that you built so oh. it's uh yeah i know it's like now it's like not even worth playing i mean a little bit if you want to go like solo and kind of build up your stuff i don't think you're going to reach that as fast as you would whatever and anything you save on your character will save anything you have on you i believe um so your progression and stuff that will save but it's like the world objects something like that Anyway, so can you buy a server? Can you get a higher quality server? Uh, 
No, I just I think no. I I don't know honestly. I don't. I didn't see any options for that though. I think it's just like you can just create a server. You may only get so many because it it doesn't seem like it takes a lot of memory, right? Right. But it's I think it's a small dev team in Valheim. I think it was only like started to like five or six people. Um, I don't know how many they had on, you know, working on it now or trying to troubleshoot or whatever. But regardless, we're gonna have to take a pause and come back to it. But Valheim's uh, great, great fun to play with friends as long as everything's not erasing itself. Mm. Uh, a little bit of Overwatch uh, play. I got some Sea of Thieves action in. Oh, too. you did get to play. Did you enjoy Sail on the Seas, Pirate? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And Red again. He's he's, he's the captain of all the ships. <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere. Valheim or Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's fun, man. I got to be around some people that knew what was up and sell me around, and I got to act like a pirate. And it was fun. It was a beautiful game. Um, it's kind of got that Overwatchy kind of style, art style, right? Or like the Blizzard kind of cartoony, but fun. And not, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So beautiful, right? Still fun. Um, that was cool. And I've just been playing, you know, just dipping into some regulars, some stuff I go back to. I still get on uh, No Man's Sky. Love that for you. A little bit. Get off. What about you? You, you been playing? I mean, you know me. I love my ESO. And so we, you know, a good amount of my weeks have been ESO. However, we are starting to branch out to the other platforms a bit more. Only because Xbox, for me, is becoming a, a little redundant. It doesn't mean as much. Now, maybe that's because I'm playing other servers. I'm getting stronger dopamine hits when I achieve stuff on other servers. And so I'm tempted to play there more. And, yeah. You know, Xbox, we're in a lull in core right now. So that's kind of mm-hmm. bumming me. Um, the four-man prog hasn't met in a in a little while. And so I'm not personally progressing as much on Xbox. And that burns you a little bit, you know. It's, it's all running mm-hmm. dungeons, getting XP, getting transmutes, doing all the stuff. That's fun. And don't get me wrong, I'll continue to, to help people get stuff. In fact, we had a wonderful uh, Bloodroot Forge run. Hard mode guy was just looking for a monster set that then we parlayed into a v-dom because he was oh you need healer helms like let's go get symphony you didn't have symphony and so we did a v-dom hard mode too one pulled it It was beautiful both of them for someone just looking for the helmets and so like that was super satisfying to me um Mm -hmm. but yeah acquiring experiences from other platforms being a, a no level you know playstation i'm cp 200 and so i go into these things people expecting me not to know anything which is fun, and it's fine. I, I I stay reserved, but I did a trappy, trappy trial where people just did not understand mechanics, and the dude trying to explain it, yeah, he'd been through it, but never, like, led a trial, and so, like, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. But it's good to, you know, see those, those pug groups get together. I'm just a random. We're all just randoms trying to achieve one thing together. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's been satisfying in ESO. Um, Overwatch, we're still grinding competitive. Um, we've been stuck at Platinum Four support for a couple weeks now. I'm not sure we're going to be able to get up much much higher. We got up to Platinum Three for a little bit, and then I don't know. IQ is all rolls, and I never get a, a non-support game. That's 
all I get in. And it's like I really have to unselect support if I want to play a different role. Instead of it yeah. actually like randomizing the roles for me, it's mm-hmm. always support because it always yeah. needs support players. Yep. So that's fine. That's it's true. whatever. I'll have to uncheck the box and not get the the bonus. But XP. they're like, here, here's a, here's a, yeah, here's a little XP because please, please be support. Nobody I'm wants like, to I, I oblige. I'm a, I'm a damage healer. I play Zenyatta. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm Moira. I'm like, I'm Moira. Uh, I might throw a heal. <laughs> I'm not. Do a couple of heals. I'm trying. But I'm gonna go get a twenty-five kills. Yeah. I have to remind myself because I'll be able to good team. What's up? I've had a twenty-five kill game as Zen, which was fun. Yeah, I was dude, on Zen it. can rock if, as long as you you're, you're protected a little bit and you gotta stay a little somebody back gets on your ass and keep your stuff. orbs up. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Two things to do when you're Zen. Uh, there are some changes coming to overwatch 2 in the future there was an article posted or i should say i think it's a blog post technically posted from one of the game directors addressing two concerns that players have um, concerning the play of the game system and Mm -hmm. the progression system within overwatch you explain uh there's not a lot of details surrounding them he didn't go into great length about them just that they are being addressed in future updates Mm-hmm. Which is good because play of the game is obviously focused around doing damage and kills. You get kills, you get play of the game. You don't get kills, you don't get play of the game. What about Mercy, who's healing their ass off, boosting, and rezzing players? Um, you know, what about supports getting five saves, four saves with an ulti? That would never be play of the game. When it should, because that that's huge that you just kept four of your players up. Do you want that first base coach on ESPN top plays? <laughs> hey man, his advice. If he did something that changed the game and truly like was the play, then yeah, yeah I want to see it on top gr- ten, baby. He makes some incredible grab down the first base line when the first baseman missed it. Fuck yeah, give him top play of the week. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and that, that's interesting. I'll, I'll do that. I'll- We'll have to wait and see because which it may also address you know does the losing team get play mm-hmm. of the game is that should that be a thing why you lost what but it's still a play of the game but your team lost and as it stands right now it's kills so why are you showing me someone who got a triple kill on the losing team they didn't win because it was awesome it was the best play mm-hmm. it's the play of the game I suppose. So like, I suppose. You, I, you might be thinking like football. You'll never see an MVP come from a losing. Team, yeah, like in the you Super ain't net. But that's that's you won a Super Bowl. I mean, we can have this debate. Sure. No, you didn't win a Super Bowl. Okay, your chances of becoming, <laughs> you know, Thor subject, the MVP goes down <laughs> a lot. Always got to be the winning team to get the MVP. Yeah, man. But we'll see. I, Either way. That's one system they're I mean, looking into changing in Overwatch, which is great. Mm-hmm. The other one is the progression yeah. system, in which they did mention specifically uh, to shed light on this problem, the devs are working on a much larger hero and player progression system, which will replace the current one. There's no release date for it, however, which is good. I like that there's a hero progression. I want my heroes to level up. I want you to know that my Zen is a diamond Zen or a level 10 Zen. Like, 
Uh, another game I play, Smite, does something similar. You level individual gods. It means absolutely nothing. It's more just to show your how experienced you are with that god. They should do something similar here. And I think that's what they intend to in a future update. So. That's cool. I look forward to that. Um, yeah. I forgot I forgot to mention, I did play nine hours of Rocket League the other day with Jerry. Straight. Oh, Lint Liquors! <laughs> yeah. So just want to throw that in there, Jerry, if you listen. That was, that was a lot of fun. We, we had like five different people come and play with us during that, <laughs> during that time. Well, I had Blue messaged him. He's like, hey, you come play Rocket League. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually uh, in the middle of something. I forget what I was doing. I was Yeah, I think you were covering from my event. Oh, yeah. I was cover- yeah, I was doing an event <laughs> and then ate dinner while you were playing Rocket League. <laughs> well, no, I had family over and I had to be able to break free at any time. So I was like, well, with the, at least with the Jerry and Rocket League, I can just leave. I didn't want to get an event with a bunch of people and be like, I got to keep getting up and leaving. Gotcha. Either way. Um, and then I messaged him when I was free. And he's like, oh, I'm playing with so-and-so and so-and-so. I was like, oh, well, damn. They have a three-person team already. I won't I won't log into Rocket League. And I went and played DSO instead. That's great, though. Any comp? All casual? Oh, we did we did all comp stuff, man. I mean, it was nine in our... <laughs> we were playing a lot of games. But uh, it was a lot of fun, man. I actually... I've uh, been trying to practice, man, get better. So getting getting better at my aerials, flying around, and yeah, it's fun. It's always a classic, man. It's a great, great, fun game. It keeps it's a you. good one to have in the rotation. It's like yeah. I got my shooters. Oh, I got uh, Fortnite. I've you know we, I was playing a game of Fortnite here, waiting to uh, mm-hmm. podcast with Dark. I was watching. I was watching Brew play as Master Chief in Fortnite with Deadpool's swords. <laughs> Deadpool's swords. This game, I would like if I, if I was a teenager and this like when this came out, man, I'd, I'd be all about it. You can mix and match a good bit too. Some stuff are exclusive, like you can't be uh, Superman's like flight pattern if you're a non-Superman you, character. Like that's you know you can only use that that glider they call it if you're Superman. Uh, <laughs> There's a couple of those. Thor, I think, has a couple unique ones. Um, mm. But still, you can mix and max some stuff. So yeah, I remember. I remember when um, what was it? Uh, Thanos. Yeah. It was like a Thanos event a few years back when mm-hmm. Endgame was out and everything, and that was such a big deal because that was like one of the first huge crossovers, I think. And you could have Thanos' gauntlet, which wrecked yeah. shit. The Infinity Glove. That was wild. They still do crossovers, but I don't think they've had a, a major one in a while. Whereas mm-hmm. Overwatch has One Punch Man, and Smite has Magic the Gathering right now for, for other games I'm playing. Oh, Talks hey, that's cool. About. I almost bought a Magic skin. Smite's yeah. cool, and I can earn enough currency to actually buy skins and afford skins. Just did you, ever, did you ever play Magic? Did you ever play uh, the card game? I played when I was a teenager, but I didn't get super serious about it. Like, I had cards, and it was fun to play the, the card game. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, like, overly in-depth of strategies, different decks, op- min-maxing, optimizing, stuff like that. I have a buddy who actually streams Magic, and he plays a lot of mono-black, mm-hmm. and he's, like, diamond rank or whatever the top 
the uh-huh. top 250 are ranked. He, he tries to break into that every year, uh, every season. He's pretty good. And so, like, I, I know a little magic by proxy, but that's it. Yeah. I used to, um, probably way back in the 90s, man, I had a, had a buddy kind of the same, but he had, like, shoe boxes full. I mean, he would be in a Shoe boxes full. And, wow. Yeah, like, like, a couple shoe boxes. Yeah, and then he was just like, I don't play anymore here. And he gave them to us to just play with. And it was like, oh, fucking rad, dude. Even his, like, really good cards. Like, they That's weren't dope. in perfect shape. He was like, here, have at it. So, like, we used to play and drink, drink alcohol and play Magic. And then I got into the app for a little while, um, a few years back, playing the Magic on the, on the app. There's some pay-to-win stuff on there, but, like, it was all right. But, you know, I it gets pretty, pretty sweaty. It gets pretty yeah. sweaty. There is a huge community in Magic the Gathering. I mean, that is a, a big, long-standing community. MTG think fans. The money. Think, think of the money they make off that. Your overhead to make cards is what? What you're selling them for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's so wild, man. Like, that's such brilliance. Like, when you can sell I mean, like, paper. there's artwork, I guess, and yeah. some thought that goes into what the card does. But Absolutely. And then... The manufacturing is super cheap. Right. It's like once you get the art done and everything, it's like the rest is... Those are the only costs costs associated, I'd imagine. It's cool, though. I mean, it's very D&D-esque. Like, it's like a lot of the art and stuff is so... Takes me back to those old novels. The old uh, Wizards of the Coast D&D novels, like in the 90s. All that art on there, it's like almost cheesy, but it's like just pure fantasy art that tells a story in itself like you yeah. see some goblins and stuff and they've killed something and, and like a mage has just walked in and discovered it and like they, they, these artists amazingly can just portray a whole story in one scene and it's got cool fantasy monsters and stuff god damn it we love fantasy yeah do you, do you know the difference between high fantasy and low fantasy no i didn't know there was okay. a difference so if you if you hear somebody say like is it high fantasy low fantasy high fantasy means with magic low fantasy is like medieval stuff without magic. So if you've got mm. like a fantasy game that's like medieval and stuff and it's like set in another kingdom but there's no magic it's just like like our world but but back then know, that's yeah or whenever you know. but that's low 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 fantasy low is more realistic more uh, yeah more like our world yeah pretty much. The realist timeline. Yeah, and that's as far as I know. If, I, if I'm wrong, leave it in the comments. Um, yeah, let us know. You know? Because I only want to yeah. be on that high fantasy, baby. Don't give me that low fantasy. Magic. What somebody once once said, like, might, it was like might and magic. It was like, which one would you rather have? I'm like, magic, because I, I don't have it. Got that might, baby. Yeah, I want magic. Who doesn't dream of having just a little bit of magic, too? I don't want to be like the world's greatest Dude. sorcerer, but I would just want Dude. some magic. We've all, and I still do, we try to move stuff <laughs> with our minds. We try to use One telekinesis. One day it's right? going to happen. I'm telling you. Have you have you done that? Yeah. Can you remember like doing that? Yeah. I like seriously sat switch, down. I put a pencil on my desk <laughs> and looked at it really <laughs> intensely. The brew who stares at pens. Do you ever see the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats? No. What do you, you put, Dark Side? What are you doing? Of course, I haven't seen this movie. I I, st- I tried to stop myself. I was like, I don't know. You know what? Let's not go down that rabbit hole. She said, especially with a movie, name though. like that. That's not even one I'm going to even consider picking up. Men who stare well, at like, goats. Well, that just sounds boring. 
or I don't get it, and well, it's artistic. It's, it's a movie. It's a movie where the U.S. Army. It's a real it's based on a true story where the, the the military, I should say, U.S. government tried to do tests on people to find if they had psychic powers, and like they get these guys, and they would like stare at goats and try to make them, and like one of them died, <laughs> like you stare at it, so they're like, it just fed like the. Yeah. There anyway, that's all power. I know about that. But George Clooney's in the movie. It's, it, I don't, it wasn't a very good movie. So yeah, don't watch it. But the concept, man, we all want the force. Better or worse than Freddy Got Fingered? I hated that movie. Better. Got it. Uh, But, like, people, you know, there's some people out there that are like, Rocky Horror Picture Show, garbage. I don't know. Like, it's a musical, and I get it, and everybody sings along. I just, like, I don't, it's not my thing. You know? I I don't think theater kids, dude. They love that shit. Well, there's theater stuff that's not that, you know? Um, (laughs) Don't know, man. If you've ever gone to one of those movie theater showings where everybody's screaming all the lyrics and like, or the, the, the dialogue with it, um, and they're, you know, singing along, that's fine, whatever, but it's just like, hey, my scene, you know, just didn't get it. I'm a, I'm a lamer. Leave in the comments if you like Rocky Horror or hate it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is a comment show. Comment. Yeah, just put it, engage. Give me a dissertation below and just let me know <laughs> your thoughts on all the stuff we talked about. And I say, that's what we want. If there's not a works cited page, I don't want it. I want your lawyers calling my lawyers. What I want. Lawyers. Sound more southern. Lawyer. What do they call them in England? Lawyer. I barely know. Lawyers. Nice. Got her. (laughs) Fucking swinging a hit. Somebody's yelling at the thing right now. It's called a. It's called a solicitor. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Like you're solicit. an ambulance chaser. What are you trying to solicit? The, oh. Their fucking money. money out of their pocket. A barrister. That's what I was thinking. A barrister. That's not a common. Well, phrase. actually, um, Dark Side, that's, that's a lot lawyer that um, handles. Different. I don't care. Listen, I don't care. Um, Michael, y'all wear wigs. Y'all still wear white wigs when you go in to do important things. You wear white wigs. Okay, but answer what? me this: Is tradition not valuable at all? Is there no value? No, in but that's another extreme. No, oh. no, there's no value. Of course, there's value. I don't think there's value in wearing a white wig in the court. It's pomp and circumstance. Pomp. We don't need pomp in a court. Decorum. We can have we have decorum without having uh, wigs. I'm just saying it's goofy. I mean, do what you want. It doesn't hurt you, <laughs> but it's stupid. It's I'm, just, I'm just come on. You. I know. I know. Hey, bring it on. I I, I love a good stupid debate about nothing. <laughs> um, you know, I I don't know. It's it's. I just think it's silly. It's one of those things about England that I like. I love England and the history of it. I'm fascinated by. It. Like I I I am man. Like I watch stuff on England all the time. It's 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 amazing. Like I admire. Uh, people of England. I love hearing them talk. I love hearing the different dialects. I love just love Britain. Like Scotland included, pale, if you're listening. Probably not. Ireland, all of it. Wales, whatever. You know? But like just some of the stuff that like is tradition just because of tradition. You know, we're we're humankind, right? We like to move forward. We like to innovate. We like to progress. And 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 tradition's fine. But like I think we need to reevaluate every now. Be like, is this stupid? Do we need this? Is it important to us? 
Why is wearing white wigs important? Anyway, that's all. Dark side tangent over. <laughs> now. Well, you want to move on to a, a different debate that's kind of raging <laughs> that while, a, we're, while um, we're on this kind of track? Well, I think you have an idea of what we should talk about. I do have a discussion topic for the podcast today. It's He's been so much hot <laughs> in ESO communities lately. It is ESO specific. Hot mm-hmm. topic of debate. Mm-hmm. Heavy attack sorcerer builds in pve and pvp good for the community bad for the community i don't mm, what do you think overall good it's a it's a positive for the game in my opinion now we'll go through the positives first It allows Yeah, I was like, here's one positive, I agree with it. But here's all my grievances. No, we'll do positive. Lay it on me. What's some more pros? Accessibility is very important. And allowing players, even more casual players who don't spend hours and hours in the game, opportunities to do more content. Because the power creep that they have created themselves at ESO. They have to have made an easier way for players to achieve the necessary power or strength of characters to complete the content. Uh Right? You want a certain percentage doing veterans. However, we're going to keep increasing the difficulty of the veterans. You you need a way to help the community to also, or the player base, to also grow and complete at the same percentages the veteran content. What I think they've seen is the percentage completion for example for veteran regular veteran trials has gone down the number of uh, the percentage of the player base that has completed vet drag or dread sale compared to vet rock grove is significant and so they need a way to help those players get access to that content and what they did was they made a heavy attack uh focused or they gave you a a, a ring that's which you only need to use one bar and so what we as players found was the most optimized way to use that one bar and make it as easy as possible to hit high numbers. So good. Accessibility is a positive for the heavy attack builds. Heavy attack sorks here specifically. Yeah, you have to be a sort. I don't think they... There are other heavy attack builds. Okay, they don't hit 100k plus yet. But there are other heavy attack builds that still hit pretty well using the same theories just on different builds. They'll, they'll be there. Sorks are the hot one right now in the streets. Everyone's got a, a heavy attack sword. It seems a little cheesy to me, Drew. Cheesy? Define yeah. cheese for me, baby. Taking out the need in a vast two to have to protect yourself and roll out AOEs and push any other button except right trigger. That doesn't seem like that's helping players in the game. That seems like a a crutchness. There are the... still plenty of heavy attack groups that will not complete a vast two without knowledge and experience at the trial. Yeah. You will still die wearing Oaken Soul. Don't get me wrong. 
You have extra protections, but you will still die, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But you don't have to know a rotation. That's fine. That lets people learn mechanics instead of learning damage. But then they get it done, and then they're like, I got it done. Never had to learn. Never had to learn. And we're going to see that issue in the near future. People who were boosted by this build trying to do other content. Well, I hope it gets nerfed, and then they try to go play. I don't think it'll be nerfed. I think they should change it because now, right now, like the best thing you can do for that is be a sword. That's very limited. It's going to do this. You're going to have to do. <laughs> you're going to no, have to. No one it said have to. But if you want to cheese it, here's the cheese. You play this class. You use this armor. You use this CP, and you hold your right trigger. Like I said, it doesn't bother me. It does, like like people are getting achievements or whatever. Whatever. That's fine. Like I wouldn't do it, right? But that's me. I'm going to um, make one. And. I decided today. Yeah, I mean, I have a sorcerer that's, that's not doing anything. That's I'm cool. going to put the build on it. Why not? You know? Mm-hmm. But if somebody's like, hey, I got all, all these hard mode clears using that. And be like, <laughs> that happens now. People can yeah. have verifications. But they still oh have a reputation to a certain degree. You still need to vouch for your friends to get them into some stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Felonius does well at that. He vouches for friends to get them into content he feels they're ready for because he has the opportunity to do so. He runs with those type of people, and that's how they run their trials. It's different in every community, but a lot of end gamers run this way. And so, yeah, I have a VKA hard mode clear. I have Shield of the North. But am I ready for, to be on a Dawnbreaker team? Having only been through VKA hard mode once? Compared to my EOF, I have an EOF as, title. As a heavy attack sword? Yes, you're ready. <laughs> yep. I don't think so. Yeah, sure, because the mechanics are still there. I don't know the hard mode mechanics like I know. But, but, but that's not going to take long to learn. I mean, that's just a natural thing. You're ready to get in there. and, and For and the reps, I guess. But... But I'm, you're saying, am I ready to go do a perfecta thing right the second? Well, no, you need to see this stuff first. But what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. You are capable and can go in there sure. and proc something very shortly with a routine. You have the skill and the know-how and the experience. But it happens with account-wide achievements. We'll use a different point of argument. Account-wide mm-hmm. achievements happened, and a bunch of people have clears now. And are you to determine, okay, well, you don't have a tank clear. People generally provide that information for you when joining the group. Someone would say, hey, do you have a, a clear in here? And they'd say, oh, I have a DD clear. And there's still going to be people who lie. Don't get me wrong. That'll still happen. And once we start running the content, we'll fucking find out. I'll tell you what. We'll see you laying <laughs> on the ground. And it's like, yeah, you haven't been in here. It happened to me Friday. Friday? I ran a VHRC. I was looking for two people. Someone said in the group, hey, I got two people. I said, do they have a clear? I'm not looking to make this trappy. I'm just trying to like run the trial pretty much. So yeah, have the clear. Was it a VHRC? Either way. No, it was a VRG. I was tanking. And mm-hmm. we were getting Brando gear. Floor lorded through first boss. Clearly did not understand what poison mechanic was. And you know, at that point, you don't have a clear. You may, even if it's in your achievement book, you don't know what's going on here. You need mechs explained. You 
And this is what I was trying to avoid. But that happens now. Without heavy attack storks. That happened when account high achievements happened. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not saying if somebody comes in with a heavy attack sword, I'm going to be like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Or I think you're less of a player. It's just not my thing. I think it's okay. I think it's all right. I, Those are my pops. Just, story, new, by the way. Well, if the new player's coming in, though, and, and they're getting on this train right now, and that's their ticket in, I don't... I'm of the mindset, like, I, I like players to, for their benefit, to be well-rounded, to understand the game, to, to be Pay able their to dues, adjust, baby. be versatile. To be versatile, to use both both bars in and out, to know all your skills, to know what they do, how they interact with each other. And I know that there's some, just some ready-made sorts going, not, not, not doing that. And maybe it promotes that kind of perception and mentality going in. And that's the negative, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but is that that negative on the whole situation you know whatever um, is it good for the game I don't know. I, you know people complain about pvp everybody complains we'll, we'll get over it you know that's that's we've seen it time and time again something comes along this op or blah 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 and it's like yeah whatever you know i've had a couple of op builds but they were builds where you had to work to like make it work they took right? skill yeah and it shits on the players awesome. who are who are skillful and who do use two bars and no rotations. And uh, it's a spin. So that's why you go. It's frustrating to me. People getting clears before me. I've put in work to learn my rotation. Okay. I could have done so quicker, but I'm on the path I'm on and I'm okay with it. And then here are these people, like you said, who are just getting into it and getting hard mode clears, perfected clears. Really? that took us weeks, months to get is mm-hmm. now happening in a weekend. It, that reminds me of that old Opti kind of perception, right? I, it's oh, it's an angry old man. Don't season. get me wrong. It's an angry old man take. But yeah. as an experienced but, uh, player... Is, is it though, or is it a fair take from another human going, hey, I uh, No. I don't think it's a fair take. Because I'm frustrated to about say it. that. To say what you're saying, well, yeah. but that's okay. That's okay to be frustrated with something that you don't think is that fair. <laughs> um, that's all right. That doesn't mean you're an angry old man necessarily. Like I know what you're saying. Back in, in my day, it was. It's always a back in my day <laughs> thing. That's why it's the angry old man argument. Well, back in my day, it's like people who still complain about the sticker book. All right, dude, get over it. Sticker book's a wonderful thing. Why are you still complaining? Well, but I had to. And it becomes like this this, this flex. I don't know if it's a gaming thing or an ESO thing specifically. A flex of how long you've been playing the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I remember when it was veteran ranks. Whipty freaking <laughs> do. So do I. But, like, I don't feel the need to bring it up as, like, a tick measuring contest. Yeah. And I feel like achieve this, this heavy attack is causing the same sort of frustrations in older players. Yeah, well, when you've worked really hard for something, you have it diminished a little bit, harnessed or, or cheapened by somebody coming in, you know, with a cheese, with cheese, it's like, and they're like, well, you can do it too. And it's like, dude, no, it's <laughs> not my aim. My aim is to, you know, build my character up and, and perfect it over time, and how to use it, and know it in and out so that I'm, 
you know, really good. And when I go into, into content, she wants to bot and, out and just well, do what everyone else dude, is doing people, and just stand dude, in the group and do the damage. I like a lot to of people want stuff given to them. They want stuff given to them. They want easy. They just want to do it. They want to think they're the best and feel they're the best. And when you can just hold heavy attack and not die, <laughs> it's like you can still, still die. Pretty powerful. You can still. I know, but like you're when you've got a whole group and you're all wearing token. That's how we got a, a VSS hard mode. I've and done you know it a what? couple times, but it, that time was. And I think it. I think it was harder doing it. I think downstairs, so too. right? With the, with the Oaken. I don't think we were putting out as much damage as we could have. So it's like, that's a little I weird. I definitely feel and like we did I've done that. it since and it's, it was easier the next time. I was like, oh yeah. 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 It was easier than I, the first time I got a VSS hard mode complete. That was rough. Hey, I, I was the, the guy out there saying, Hey, before they nerf Oaken soul, get on your tune and go get your perfectas in the solo dungeons. Right. Right. I, 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 I did it, but I had done it before without it. But I was like promoting them. So I was like, Hey, why not? You want to do like, it? And, and it's getting nerfed. Yeah. Um, but I was like, if you need, if you want that, you know, go get it done. Cause now's the time. And uh, I don't know who took advantage of that. I mean, I'm sure people did, but there's, there's fads and phases we go through in this game. And, That's true. uh, this That's won't, true. this won't be a permanent fixture i don't think no but it's um, gonna go down in but, history it'll be a fun topic to bring up in like a couple months or years oh, i remember yeah. when heavy attack sorks were the hottest thing and everyone will start reminiscing oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. overall good for the game though oaken soul is a good item heavy attack sorks are good for the game is where i land and people are having fun playing but i, I just know that it does just like other things cause controversy in the game cause PvP players to get frustrated, um, cause PDE players to get feel jaded. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, when you can't break that fucking light attack or that heavy attack, you just you roll dodge nothing. That that sucker stays mm. attached to you. It's frustrating. Mm. You just get and they streak right up to you. You can't run away. It's fun, yeah. Swords are so fun. I love to kill them, and I, and you know what? If you're listening, you got a sword. Come find me. I'll beat your fucking ass. <laughs> without a heavy attack. <laughs> and maybe that's why it doesn't bother me as much, because I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'll still kill When you got three of them fucking on you, though. Uh, OP stuff. I do good. like that being OP good. in games. I do like being an OP. It does? Did it feel good to get that off? Too? That, that was, that's been weighing on me. That's been yeah. weighing on me. I don't know. Everyone's. Did you see what I said in chat earlier, in Discord, they, with this topic? Was it in Gen like, Chat? Yeah, earlier this morning, around ten o'clock. They were talking about it. Uh, it was Pat. I think it was Pat, and um, I forget who it was. And they were discussing RP. Was it RP? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it wasn't. But they were discussing it. And the other side was like, well, you shouldn't disparage players that are trying to use it. Da, 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 and it it's like, well, it's not disparaging to go look. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't use that. If you're, you're lean on. I mean, I get it. It's probably fun. Yeah. Mm, but I'll, I'll, I was like, I don't have anything negative against it. It's just like, uh, it's hard for me to respect it. Whatever that. The respect means. is tough. Like, 
Yeah, some people don't value. It's hard it to me to validate. It really is. It's, it's hard for me to go. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You're a really good player. <laughs> like, no. Hey, some can't. people don't even want that. I was talking to somebody in Guild the other day, and they said I don't like uh, the positive reinforcement. I was like, you don't like someone telling you you did a good job? He goes, No, I don't. I don't want to be told that. I was like, Wow. All right, noted. I'll never tell you good job on anything like as we play. Like, I didn't realize that frustrated people, but there are people. So. Hmm. Good on you. Then it doesn't affect you. Go make a heavy tax work and love your life. Like some mommy issues there. Well, <laughs> I'm no psychologist. I'm not here to pass on that. Hey, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to move to other other topics? Sure, man. Good debate. Good good uh, dissertation. Yeah. Um, it needed to be done, and I think we, we give valuable opinions. I, I encourage more discussion about it. It's going to continue. Yeah. Feel free to have discussions about it. But remember, if you're within the dynasty of Tamriel, let's try and keep it respectful. Other yeah. people are entitled leave, to leave, their own opinions, absolutely. But don't go attacking. Leave it in the, com- leave in the comments whether you like heavy attack swords or not. We got some good games coming out in April. Um, I mentioned a couple here. Where yeah. We were coming out soon. Uh, Jedi Survivor coming out a month from now, just about 28th of April. The long, not long awaited, but the uh, highly anticipated sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, which I really enjoyed. Um, Star Wars Souls Like, and I've heard they've added a bunch of stuff to it. Look forward to it. Going to be playing the shit out of that. Dead Island 2. Which I never thought that game, nobody did, was going to get finished. Hmm. Um, this, this Dead Island 1 came out in 2011. And then I think the sequel trailer came out in 2015. And then that was it. And then it never, it had like a bunch of problems. And now it's finally coming out. So, uh, fun game. Um, and the System Shock remake. System Shock was a game, is it PlayStation 1994? Um, right when PlayStation came out. It's getting remade. That's coming out May 30th. Uh, I don't know if I'll even say that. Though. And of course, we've got in the in the last couple weeks, you probably already all know, the ones that care, uh, Starfield, we finally got that date. Um, and if you listen to any of the podcasts we did oh, this year, geez. they were like, okay, first quarter, right? And I kept going like, man, it's probably going to be like May. Man, September. We're going to get September 6th. But we have a date now, locked in, so... Some bullshit. Hopefully they don't re renege on that, and um, it's still going to be a hot mess when it comes out. Allegedly, there's going to be a developer direct with it uh, in June to hmm. show off the game. They're going to talk about the game development and etc. Uh, maybe build some hype for it as well, since it is long awaited. Many people have tuned out for how long it's taken, so let's get them back on board. But God damn, I'm excited for the fall now. Yeah, dude. Got Diablo 4 coming out in June. The uh, open betas, yeah, by the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be done. Um, but it's currently Sunday, and I'm going to try to hit that up some tonight and get some more in that. Um, Same. Looks, looks, looks really, it's, it's really enjoyable, actually. Um, if you'd like dark fantasy RPG crawlers with, if you like Diablo, it's, it's uh, pretty cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to that now. Thanks for the beta. It was awful the other day, dude, though. The high server traffic. For the non-pre-release at open to everyone, 
Friday, I was waiting in a queue for 40 minutes to play for 20 and then get kicked and have to requeue again. And it was like, it was like bad Cyrodiil. It was like bad Syrian, Italian <laughs> Cyrodiil. Like, it was just, um, but then it calmed down after that. It was just like I'm under a minute the rest of the weekend. And I was like, did they unlock some more servers? I don't know. Anyway, a lot of fun. And you, you said you've never really played Diablo. You, I think you tr- maybe tried, tried it. You said? I tried the two remastered beta. Okay. Yeah. And it was okay. I'm not used to that style of game. Like isometric top down. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. going to take some mm-hmm. getting used to for me. It does feel very, what I would imagine D and D feels like. Like that, that gives me a big DD vibe. I don't know why. Yeah. It just it does. does. I think that's why I really enjoy it. It's got that, that, that view of like you're, you're above the group, but kind of like you're mm-hmm. all together. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try. Apparently it's a blast with friends. There, there are multiplayer activities to do, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to seriously consider buying it. We'll see. Very cool. Definitely we'll do some gameplays. That'd be good. Yeah. I hear a, a lot of people have been playing Destiny 2 lately. That's been kind of tempting, but I just I can't get into another MMO. I think that's <laughs> where I fall short. And especially with Destiny, because they have eight billion ways to charge you for their content. But um Truth. When it goes on sale in a few months, I'll I'll check out the Cyberpunky, what is it? Um uh, Lightfall. Lightfall. Destiny, one of those games, it's like, it's beautiful, love to play it, and then it's like, there's just something about it. It's, I don't know. It's just kind of like, mm, I don't I don't feel that drive to just grind it, you know? Because yeah. it can be very grindy. Other games, I don't mind if you watch the grinds, you know? Well, I can only grind one place. If I start grinding too many places, that equals burnout. Uh, like at the club on Saturday night. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Alright, that helps fund things. I need to. There's actually a big market for chubby white guys. <laughs> Who would have thought? What? You're not chubby, you're big, big boned. Big boned, thanks mom. Husky, by the way, humankind. Uh, young chubby... 12 year olds hate being called husky. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Oh, what a word. What do they do with women's? They just, it's like petite and not petite. (laughs) Whatever. Junior. I don't know. Seems more more cordial. You need to shop at Lane Bryant, lady. Don't tell a woman that. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, I'll see. What else? And new, I mean, there's so much coming out this year, actually. Um, we've been over some of that stuff. Um, some of the highlights of stuff coming out. There's a lot this year. Tons and so many indie games, too. It's good for the good for the industry. You know, I can't, I can't oh, yeah. It just keeps that. getting bigger. It just keeps getting bigger. Did you want to do? I'm gonna go ahead. Kind of. Oh, I was just gonna say. Did you want to do our music? <laughs> <sighs> oh yes. 
Oh, yes. Do you want to go ahead and intro it? All right. So we're going to test a little thing, a little segment, maybe. Maybe we'll bring it back. Maybe we'll see how it goes. Uh, we, we only have a couple couple things today. Just one each, right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're doing one each. <laughs> we'll take it. We're going to please play some music from a video game and see if the other one can determine what it is. You'll be able to hear it, too. Um, so, all right, you ready? Yeah. You ready? All right, here we go. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Subliminal. Yeah. He got it! <laughs> this is a long one of my favorite soundtracks. Oh, of I had all this time, on man. for hours. Oh. God, this music's so nostalgic for me. And I, I think I was in my late 20s, too. Okay. Good one. Ah, missed your first, though. It's okay. It's all right. You ready? Look away. Thoughts. I can hear Super Smash Bros. theme. <laughs> you know I've never played Super Smash It's a wonderful game and you should. I, I know. I've heard. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like... <laughs> Man, this segment. <laughs> yep. You might as well just cut the whole thing. <laughs> No, well, I'll leave a little bit. Listen <laughs> through it. Cut through it if you want. <laughs> Let's let, let us know in the comments how much you like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, cool. And I guess that wraps up the, the show for today. I mean, <laughs> those were yeah. our topics. Brought with a bang. Lively discussion. It's good. It's good to get back on the pod, baby. A lot of things happening in gaming. A lot of things just exciting games coming out. And hey, yeah. ESO uh, console launch Tuesday for new Dungeon Arrows. Yeah. Catch hits. I'm excited. Well, thank you all for listening from the Dark Brew Podcast. Our mouths to your ears. Especially all the little fun sound effects we had today. I'm <laughs> we will see like you them. in two weeks. Cheers. Yeah. Love you. Thanks for listening.